Welcome to the Native Citizens Podcast, a ministry of Storehouse Community Church in McAllen, Texas. Every Monday, we gather to address the questions and issues aimed at everyday life and ministry in the context of the Rio Grande Valley. All right, guys, good morning. We hope you are doing well. Welcome to the Native Citizens Podcast. My name is Marco, and I am joined here by Elsie and Eric. Hi. Good morning. If you don't know, these two wonderful individuals are on staff here at Storehouse McAllen. Uh, this morning, we're going to be talking about cultural values in the RGV. Uh, I'm really excited about this topic because I think we're going to have a lot of fun with it. But before we get into that, how are y'all doing this morning? Pretty good. Drinking mm-hmm. sugar coffee. And thanks for that. It's pretty good. <laughs> you are drinking sure. that, that vanilla latte coffee is yeah, sweet. I feel like I need to wash it down with a lot of water, though. Probably. Yeah. And real coffee. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I feel pretty energetic. I woke up a little bit early today. Helped a friend with some, some what's it called? Some woodworking, I guess uh, you can call it. Mm-hmm. A project, a home project. Yeah, there we go, that. Yeah. Home improvement project. Home improvement. What's what's that show? Home improvement Home with the uh, Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> what How about are you, you Elsie? All right, I'm a little tired. <laughs> just like your, your face. That's like me inside. That's just yeah. <laughs> not gonna lie. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I I was up fairly late because because party because party last Fine, night party. we had our missional community at my house and it was the guy's turn to to meet and it's so fascinating comparing when the guys meet and then the following week when the girls meet with rebecca it is so interesting so our mcs we just started to regather at our homes and the way we do it on friday night is my wife and I swap turns. So one week I'm with the guys, one week she's with the girls. And Anyway. And so two weeks ago, three weeks ago now, all the guys are at the house. There's like 10 or 11 of us. Mm-hmm. No, there's like 12 of us. And I grilled, I don't know, 15 pounds of food. We had tortillas, fresh guac, had the whole, like we set it up really nice. And the guys killed yeah everything it was a nice spread yeah all the tortillas were gone all the guac was finished all the meat was done um it looked good it was amazing it so that was amazing. that was three weeks ago mm-hmm. then two weeks later rebecca meets with the girls and she says hey can you cook for us and i said of course and so i cook for all the girls do like a nice salads from the blue yeah, onion blue which onion are really salads. cool mm-hmm. we set it up nicely grilled Fresh guac, had a bunch of other things that I figured the ladies would want more options. And so came, came up with a nice spread. Dude, not, it was like hardly anything was touched. <laughs> I I purposely grilled 10 pounds of meat so that we would have food for the rest of the week, knowing that our women would not. Would they not, wouldn't need to be hungry. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'd say they probably ate like collectively. And there was, there was maybe 10 girls at the house. Um, they probably ate maybe two pounds 
of everything and i was like sweet we got food prep and then last night (laughs) didn't go to waste (laughs) last night how many of of there were how many guys showed up uh nine nine or ten yeah okay let's say 10 max Uh um i grilled 15 steaks there's a lot of steaks there's a lot of steak and we had uh fresh um, yeah fresh potatoes um there's half a steak left when i left the house this morning (laughs) that's awesome Nice. <laughs> so steak and eggs. Steak and eggs. Yeah. And so anyway, that's what we did last night. And and the ladies will will leave fairly early. Like once the conversation kind of lulls, they're like, Okay. Love see you, you next week. Yeah. See you on Sunday. Yeah. Juices. That is the guys are like thinking about what's the next topic yeah. that we can bring up. Lingers, man. Yeah, they're lingers, man. <laughs> And so three weeks ago, we were outside till two. Yeah, we were something outside, like that. Yeah, we were outside until two a.m. Good times. And then last night, we were out there till about twelve thirty. And it wasn't until it wasn't until really Everett and I were like, "Okay, we gotta go record in the morning." Um, you can stay. I'm just not gonna be out here. With you. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. we're all a little tired, but. It should be fun nonetheless. And so that conversation kind of... About the food. Yeah, yeah. about the food. That, that, that kind of is riding the wave mm-hmm. of the topic uh, or the topic that we're going to be talking about this morning. Uh, once again, we're going to be talking about the cultural values in the Rio Grande Valley. And so if you're listening to this and you're not from the Rio Grande Valley, we are like the southernmost tip of Texas. Um, when we talk about South Texas, a lot of people think we're talking about San Antonio. Some people might even think Corpus, um, but we're still further South. Still a ways to go. Yeah, we're still, we're still a couple of hours South. Um, the Rio Grande Valley is located, I mean, pretty much right on the U S Mexico border. And so, um, part of the reason we've called this podcast the valley or the native citizens is because we're fairly native to this this area so we're going to talk about a lot of things but i want to hear from y'all first what do you think um makes the rgv so unique to the rest of the united states i feel like unlike other border towns like this area has a collection of cities and towns that are packaged nicely together in this part of Texas, if I can put it that oh, okay. way. Okay, <laughs> I, th- I hear what you mean. So instead of like it's one particular city, there's that, like a group of cities right, that have their that own like, distinct personalities. Yes, that work together. Yes. And oh, that's yeah, that's pretty unique. Not like El Paso or Laredo that are also along the border. It's just uh, it's it's different. Or I, I guess in other states too, like whatever in Arizona borders Mexico or California. Mm-hmm or even New Mexico, it they're kind of like singled out. Mm-hmm. And so this area with a collection of cities, it's kind of, I don't know, there's a camaraderie, there's like a collective of different things. Is that called a metropolis? Would we? Yeah, are this, we te- is, this technically is considered a metropolis. A metropolis yeah. though, but the, so the metropolis McAllen Mission border. Edinburgh yeah. area is considered a metropolis. It's a very small metropolis right. compared to... Something like DFW, right? Or, okay, or like Far San Juan Alamo. Yeah, they yeah. have their own it's like multiple metropolis. Metro- metropoli. Metro- <laughs> metropoli. 
<laughs> yeah, I didn't think of that being like especially unique. Probably because I'm not like so cultured and like traveled, mm-hmm. so I don't have like uh-huh. much of a much of a reference to like go off of. But I think the uniqueness of the valley probably has to do with specifically the people. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, it's like, oh, oh, it's about the food. It's like, well, like, who came up with the food? Like, there's specific recipes yes. that people were passing down, and I think based off of the stories that my grandma has told and like her immigration into the U.S. from Mexico, it's like, whoa, like you you got here by foot, grandma, and like that stuff, like that. Those stories like are planted here specifically in the valley, mm-hmm. and just all of the the heart. That's behind that. Like you see it in the food. Yes. Right. You see it in like the. In like, the work. Yeah, yeah. Like making steaks for like everybody that you. <laughs> and like just all of <laughs> no, the, like the, the food and the hospitality. It's like it, it makes sense that that hospitality comes from a place or like those hearts that like, hey, when I got here, like I experienced some hospitality and I want to like right. keep teaching that. And it's like that I think that. That those unique stories, like there's something behind like these these attributes of the valley, mm-hmm. like the food, the parties, the the love, the warmth, mm-hmm. as as some people call it. Like it comes from a place, and I think it's those stories. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, one of the things we were talking about offline a while ago was, I think in general, one of the things that makes the valley so unique is that it's not the United States. Mm-hmm. But it's also not Mexico, <laughs> and and so, but it's this culmination it, it, of of these two cultures coming together, and developing their own culture. Um, because you can go to H E B and everything's written in Spanish. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what I mean. Um, ca- Carniceria. Yeah. yeah. It's not the meat market, it's a cut and he said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, th- there are these things where um, I think because it's a culmination of two cultures, and I think Valley natives would say, like, oh, yeah, that's Valley. But I would, I would go a step further to say because these two cultures combine, like they culminate into one, the Valley becomes monocultural. Like, there is one dominant hmm. culture here. Uh, and we could we could chop it up and say, oh, it's 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 valley culture. It's this blend of all this stuff. But what I mean by that is, it doesn't matter where you're from, if you end up staying and or liking the valley, and you're not, let's say, a native. Mm-hmm. Like at some point, you will have to conform <laughs> to to embrace to, somewhat yeah yeah you'll have to, to a certain conform extent, to, like, to, the, to the culture yeah. down here like there's a reason like mm-hmm. um there's like mexican korean restaurants <laughs> i don't know what that means it's you know fusion yeah yeah it's a, <laughs> right yeah some valley people just thought of some cool words yeah it's a yeah. fusion like yeah i guess but it's because the culture down here is uh valley culture is so so dominant that yeah you can be from somewhere else we love people from everywhere and you're gonna conform yeah to the the valley's not changing yeah to some valley you're gonna have to change to fit into your valley he ain't going away yeah and i really do love it when people from from other parts of texas or other parts of the united states come like man we really want to bring this down and people are like 
<laughs> I mean, oh. you can. <laughs> that you, might not work. Do you, it. <laughs> yeah, because uh, one of the guys used to say, what works in the valley doesn't work anywhere else, and what works somewhere else doesn't, doesn't work, work in the work valley. In the valley. Mm. And, uh, and so, yeah, so when people come and, like, want to try something new, it's like, yes, write it in Spanish, add some tacos <laughs> to that, and make sure that you hire people that speak Tex-Mex. Yeah. Um, yes. Make sure the salsa is free. <laughs> yes. And they're and the like, chips. but this is so, this is all fresh ingredients. They're like, no one asked you. Just make it free. You know? It's like, I can get all of those ingredients from the pulga. Yeah. For like close to free. Yeah. And everybody's always bargaining. With, yes. You're like, hey, this is what I want to do. Well, so-and-so at the flea market or so-and-so yeah. down my street can do it for this. Dude, that's my dad. Yeah. He's the bargainer. Yeah. It's like, no, dad, this is Walmart. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> So, well, I have a coupon from like this place. I have a coupon. It's like, can you honor this coupon? It's like, Dad, that coupon's not for here. Yeah, but yeah. I think I think that's one of the unique things in the sense that it's monocultural, and like you will have to conform to it um, mm -hmm. at some point. Like I think about um, when I first met Nathaniel and Nicole. This is a family in our church. They're from Indiana, and mm. I remember Nathaniel would say. Things about the valley in the sense of like, yeah, that's just that's just not gonna work. I'm not gonna do that. And now homeboy's like, uh, there's, he loves the valley. That. He loves the valley, he loves but, but he can't not do some of the things that the valley yeah. just requires mm -hmm. of him. But at first, like he didn't like it because he didn't agree with it. And now he's finally understood. And like it's just valley culture. Yeah, like you're 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 gonna have to conform dude i don't know what else i think tell you. i think of uh like teach for america teachers that come here mm -hmm. from like up north and then Teepas. they yeah they hear their first number sir and they're just like what does that mean how dare you like what, what are you trying to say it's like number sir i, I don't want to do that but hearing that like i can imagine a teacher wanting to correct the grammar is like hey like can you say something that like yeah. is coherent <laughs> or or uh or like female teachers when you hear students just say miss miss mm -hmm. miss and, and i remember like hearing accent. tifa is saying like <clears throat> it's miss smith or it's miss mm -hmm. and it's like no that's actually a term of endearment yeah like they're they're wanting to be with you that's it's not just because your name is weird right but it's because it's a term of endearment and uh, like it chokes me up hearing that, like yeah. remembering that, because all students would call their teachers that miss, yeah. miss, or sir, yeah, yes, yeah. sir, yeah, namba sir, come on, sir, <laughs> miss, por favor, and so yeah, um, I think, I think what makes the valley unique to the rest of the United States, yes, is this border culture, but you also <laughs> mentioned this earlier, Elsie, uh, offline, where. It's a border culture that is even unique to other border towns because it extends, I think, further into um, the rest of the cities that are along the border. Uh, here's what I mean by that. Um, I remember visiting Southern California with my wife. My wife is from Southern California, and uh, we drove to... Uh, I'd never been to San Diego. So we drove to San Diego and I asked her where the border was. And it was like San Isidro and Tijuana. Mm -hmm. And so we drove to the border. I was really curious to see it. And San Isidro was like, uh, it was like Hidalgo. 
Like everything was written in Spanish. It's on the United States side. Everything's written in Spanish. Yeah. You know, um, you're seeing all these like um, a, a variety of shops opened up here on the state side. You're seeing um, bodegas like mm. uh, just opened up. Yeah. Anyway, it looked very similar to um, to the valley. And obviously you could see Tijuana. Now, the thing about it was. As you began driving north, as we began driving north to uh, San Diego, that border culture in San Isidro became less and less. And that was maybe 15 minutes outside of San Isidro. And by the time we got to San Diego, yes, there's a great diversity of people uh, uh, in San Diego. You know, the Hispanics were on the mission side. All the surfers are by the ocean. Like, yes, there's a great mix of people. Mm -hmm. But in terms of border culture, it began to fade hmm. the further north you got um, rather quickly. Mm -hmm. Now, here, when you cross over from Mexico, you enter into this border culture that is the valley, starting in Hidalgo. Yes. And it will travel with you for over a hundred miles. <laughs> like, th and I think that's what I mean by how dominant it is. Yeah. yeah. It's, it certainly is the people. It is the culture in terms of what we do and some of the values that we have. And we can talk about that in a bit. But in addition to that, the, the, the values and uh, the cultural normatives are so dominant they're so strong they're so rooted that it travels beyond um the valley for a while mm -hmm. you know so you can you can drive i mean what to maybe southern san antonio and still have glimpses of it but at the yeah. very least oh, yeah you know like at the very least like you're you're traveling 150 miles north of the border and you're still going to have some of that yeah that's true um some of that culture um around you and so <clears throat> talking about the cultural values one of the things that is very rooted in the valley tends to be family right like family is uh, a cultural value. It is something that is to be strongly embraced down here. Um, how do you think, why do you think that is? And what, what is that? What does that look like in our context? The why, mm -hmm. why family? Mm -hmm. I imagine like going back to like those stories, like of the, our, our ancestors, our grandparents, great grandparents mm -hmm. who like immigrated over here. All they, really had was family like they they're in a new city new country and family's all they know so that's where they felt safe that's where they felt protected it's like hey don't don't go talking to these strangers because i'd imagine at that time it was more dangerous or it was dangerous for them to wander outside of their their not just their comfort zone but like they're an immigrant in a new country like they're probably going to get in trouble get get deported i don't i don't know what issues might have like they they had to deal with but family was the safe haven and it's like hey we need to keep teaching this to to our kids and mm -hmm. we don't necessarily know exactly why but my guess is like yeah probably for the sake of safety mm -hmm. um and there's value in safety there's value in the people that you care for yeah so that that's the 
my guess as to why. There's yeah. probably more to it, but sure, sure. That's my initial thought. Yeah, I mean, I I would agree with that because it's not uncommon to find I think two things, right? One several generations living under one household mm-hmm. here in the valley mm-hmm. and then number two generate several generations um living in close proximity mm-hmm. to one another yeah whether yeah. it's the same neighborhood or whether it's living a street or two down it's almost as if those um planting yourself in a neighborhood and living a couple of doors down from your deal or your thea mm-hmm. was is intentional yeah, it's it reminds me of like the term village. Mm-hmm. It's like all the huts are like close by. There's right. not so much like a city, but like there's the village of families. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I don't know if it, the word is primal, but I just think of like ancient times. It's like well, they needed family to like feel safe, protect, do the right. work together. So it's it seems natural. Yeah, but I don't. I again, I'm not like as cultured or like step outside yeah, of true. of this area, so I don't yeah. know like individualism. And I see my wife's family, who's like from North Texas. I see them really value individualism in a way that like it's like, oh wow, that that's that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But I also see like the it's not a lack; it's just like a difference of of those family ties. Yeah. It's like, well, like they don't, they don't call anybody like flaca or flaco, like gordo, like those terms of endearment aren't there. It's, I mean, they're there. It's just not the same. Right. So it's really like this very stark contrast Yeah. for the way that, that family is embraced. Yeah. And it, yeah, there's definitely like the pros and cons mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I think the further north you go, you're right. Like living in the DFW, I remember just, um, a couple of things. One, <clears throat> the culture was very individualistic mm-hmm. um, and very transient. Mm-hmm. You know, what's transient? Transient, like you're not going to be in a certain place for a long time. Oh, okay, okay, you're okay. Just no. through, like, yeah, you're you're kind of moving through. Like for instance, especially if you lived like in a college town, college yeah. towns are very transient because you're going to see an influx of students come in for oh, okay, so many yeah. years, and then you see them go elsewhere. And in addition to that, you're seeing students from all around the world or all yeah. around the United States come to attend that one college or university. And so you compare that to down here, it's not very transient. And that makes sense. Individual individualism um, is looked at with uh, a frown because it's, you it's, think you're all bad or exactly. What? <laughs> That's why when you want to be like you want to be independent. <laughs> You want to be individualistic? Team it's like, well, you think you're better than us? <laughs> or what? Yeah. It's like Hispanic. Chin up. Yeah, especially like Hispanic culture. Like you can never, like they will force you to be humble mm-hmm. in, in, in this, in a sense. And even if you're not even being prideful, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Like, man, I got this really good opportunity in Dallas. What, you think you're bad? You think you're better than us? But that's what's so crazy, right? Like the flip of that is like, it goes back to the stories like our grandpas and mm-hmm. grandmas. Like they wanted us to have more opportunities, right? To, so they crossed the That's border the to to build that here. <laughs> yeah, <it's the> irony. <laughs> because I would imagine, like even with your wife or, or uh, like Rebecca, my wife, growing up in Southern California, right? Like you got those opportunities, and it was like, yes, take those opportunities, mm-hmm. run, go, yeah. grow, be your own person, go fly. And down here, it's like, why would you want to do that? Okay. <laughs> 
you know are, you, like, are we yeah. not good enough for you you don't love us anymore yeah 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 exactly it's I mean, so, I, I it's so cliche though I do that to Seth. when when, when uh, especially with like when, him doing school at, at home and all okay. that and uh and he's like man i can't wait to go to band practice so you don't want to be here with me anymore <laughs> and he's like no that's not what i meant i was like what i heard was that you didn't want to be here with me anymore so what you said you know <laughs> I heard you say that, but I felt differently. And so, yeah. And so I feel like a lot of Hispanic culture is, is, um, in the Rio Grande Valley is, uh, I'm going to keep you in check by making you feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there's like a loyalty factor to there it. Is, there is yep. a loyalty factor in here because, because I think like, I remember moving to the DFW and my family's biggest concern was that there was no family. Hmm. And so in the sense of if you get into trouble, if like something who's gonna happens, help you. who's going to help you? Mm-hmm. And so that was, I think that's one of the things that, that, that makes the Valley unique in the mm-hmm. sense of, hey, here you have support. Right. You have family. You have safety. You have value. You have all of these things that you need to that we believe that you need to thrive. Mm-hmm. So why would you want to not, not, here's the thing, not why would you want to pursue other opportunities? Yeah. It's why wouldn't you want to stay here because mm-hmm. of this? Yeah. Cause it's already here. It's already here. Right. Like, Hey, I really love that. You're going to go to Michigan to study, to be a doctor, but we're not there. <laughs> it's, you know, they support, <laughs> why can't you study here? Yeah, they, yeah. they support the opportunity, but, but not, uh, the detached, part i think my question my question with that is like that we we support you yeah yeah we support you on our terms though so is that is that like really support yeah at that point and i I think the yeah there's the there's this warmth to to the culture here the 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 valley that almost doesn't it's like well sometimes like i just don't want to be warm (laughs) i don't want that warmth like that's too hot yeah so I, I imagine the the at least in high school and throughout college, it's like man, I just need to get out of the valley. Yeah. It's like what do you what are you gonna do out of the valley? It's like I don't like know, but I need to get away. Yeah. From the valley, and actually, I still talk about this with my wife. It's like man, I feel like I need to explore more. Yeah. Than what we have here. Yeah. And I I talked about it. I talk about it with my mom and my dad, and they're like what's out there? Like, do you have everything you need here to succeed? It's like, no, I, 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 I want to understand like social interactions a little differently, like different experiences. I don't, I don't want to be weirded out when I go to the North Texas and experience culture shock. Right. Like I want to, to spread my wings and fly, you know, whatever. And that's such like a foreign concept to the past generation. I don't know what it is. I think that's why I think because the Valley, like the Valley does have its own bubble. Mm-hmm. Like we can look at that culturally, mm-hmm. philosophically, economically. The valley has its own uh, bubble, and that has its pros and it has its cons. And when you begin to talk about moving outside of the valley, moving away from family and support, and what and who has been there for you. Um, that's why you get the kind of pushback, like, why would you like, uh, what your dad said, everything you need is here. Yeah. I remember my cousins from Houston would, would tell my dad because we spent like a quarter of our life in Houston and he would say, 
uh, my cousins would tell my dad, when are you going to move here? And he and he would say, because my dad's originally from Houston, and my dad would say, oh. I don't I don't want to come back. I I'm done with Houston. I'm over that. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and so my cousins would say, but if you move to Houston, I remember the example they gave. It was dumb, but my cousin said, Hey, if you move to Houston, we have so much for you to do. You know, we have all of the targets. We have all of the whatever <laughs> restaurants. And my dad says, yeah, but do you go to all of them or do you just go to one? And they were like, well, yeah, we have our favorite. He's like, I don't need options. I yeah. go to the one in McAllen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> On my road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's so much for you to experience. It's like, well, I don't need all those experiences. Right. Like, I'm right. satisfied with. Right. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. that would be my dad's response to my cousin. That's funny. Yeah. That's and so, uh, I love it. <laughs> and I think to an extent, there is a little bit more like open... There's a little bit more openness right now from families, uh, I think, as their kids decide to move out of the valley. Oh, yeah. I think they're they're more big on, like, go, do your thing, but come back. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people also who are valley natives don't like. I can't wait to get out of the valley. I'm excited to get out of the valley. And then there's this vortex that just sucks them back in. Yeah. Back in. And then they realize. I actually like it here. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it wasn't so bad. It wasn't so bad. And I, and I do think part of that, like getting away is not only necessary, but I think one of the reasons it's necessary is because of the warmth that you were mm-hmm. talking about. There's like so much fam, like family is sometimes a little too hot. Yeah. And you're just like, I need to, I need to cool off. I need to breathe. I need Stop. to breathe. I, I love you. And I need bit. to breathe. I love the energy that <laughs> we're, we're producing. Stop just, loving me so well. Yeah, I just need to get out. And so, uh, and so then when you come back, if you can create some sense of independence while mm-hmm. still keeping those family values, it's all, it's all of a sudden, like you feel sane, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I could, oh, I could do this. Yeah. This yeah. is, this is fine. Yeah. Um, that kind of thing. But yeah, even, I mean, but then you have your own family and then you're doing it to them. Like I, I do it to Seth. Huh? Like Seth really yeah. wants to go to UNT in Denton because oh, they have a great music cool. uh, program. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, yeah, you should totally go. And you should do your basics here. <laughs> you know? And then your you, reason for like justifying that. This, my reason for justifying is you don't have to pay rent yeah. and it's cheaper. It's cheaper. Yeah. That's, that's the one was like, well, really? I just want my mijo a little bit right. longer. And so, and that's, but the truth is right. Like that, yes, that is the truth. But in addition to that, right. Like it gets his wheels turning. Cause he's like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it is cheaper. I'm like, it is. I'm just saying you don't have to pay for rent. <laughs> like that is a fact. Um, anyway, where did you like, go to school, Elsie? Subconscious. Oh, I went to Abilene Christian, but I was gonna say, like, kind of in lieu of this, it's kind of like subconsciously. I was like, hmm, I wonder if, like, family always being around and with me, even when I traveled or went away. Mm-hmm. Like, if that was like part of the vortex aspect yeah. that was like, hmm, God, do I go back to the Valley and work and like serve my family or like, cause yeah. I was thinking that yeah. as I'm driving from Louisiana to back to Galveston to finish like stuff up for grad school. And so it was just like, as I'm, you know, playing back all the things of life right now, yeah. I just, yeah, wherever I went, like my parents had that open handedness, I guess with, I guess my, well, even with all of us, my, I have four 
we have three siblings, there's four of us. And there were huge, like major deep rooted, like convictions and practices that my family's had like, oh no, you're going to work. You're going to do this. Mm -hmm. It's going to be here yeah, or wherever you go. Like we're going to visit you. We're going to go. And you'll still come visit. Like yeah. you're not not gonna see yeah. us if you go live in Houston. You go live in California. Like, like, we're gonna, like yeah. there's like legit logistics. Like it's just yeah. ways about yeah. not about staying family. Yeah, and and coming back to the valley. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, and so um, man, I lost my train of thought. But yeah, that was so wherever I went, it was Texas. It was to the Czech Republic. Wherever you know South America. Like they made their way in somehow <laughs> like or they, they made were sure a part of my life whether they were a part of my life or not or like they made sure like who who's gonna be there yeah. to help you yes is, is there someone around that you know yeah and it was so funny like it wasn't like forced that way in their language or anything it just and by the grace of god too like god providing like someone in each of those places, like, oh, you're going to go to Colleen for a rotation. Right. Your friend Melina, who you went to grad school or college with, and her husband, they're stationed at Fort yeah. Hood. You know, just little things like that. And and they also, my family knows her, too. Yeah. So it was just a weird mesh. Huh. And that friend, like, it's she came world. to the valley and experienced the valley. So it was just really funny. I had like, cousins that it would all go to, connected DFW back to the valley <laughs> to visit me because my parents were like, go check on them. And they traveled so much that they were like, well, we normally fly out of DFW anyway. And so, yeah, we'll just stop by Denton. What? And so every once in a while, I have a cousin call me and be like, hey, we're in town. We're, yeah. Let's go grab lunch. And yes. all the questions would always be pointed. <laughs> what are you doing? How are you doing? And it'd be like, why are you yes. Why are you asking? It's so that they can report back yeah. to the motherland. Yes. You know? I was going to say that. Too. Yes, that was my other thing. I was like, you're not a cousin. You're a scout. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's such a big uh, deal uh-huh. here in the valley. Oh yes, did you hear about you know so and so, so and so? Do you know how they, your cousin's doing over there? Their cousin. Did you hear about them. their grandma? <laughs> did you? But they moved. I heard that family. Their nephew yeah. moved to California, <laughs> and they have three kids. Like he that's told the, me <laughs> he spoke to you last week. That liar. <laughs> Literally, like this week we had my cousin's father-in-law had an accident. And so my cousin's mom is giving a different spiel of the story through text messages or on a what. And then, so my dad, two days later, I tell him, hey, I called, you know, my cousin, and I called him and, you know, Fanny, his father, he's good. He's, you know, he's in the hospital. They're waiting for this, this and that. And then he gives his like pers- pers- perspective of the story, and I was like, "Well, I called Thon, so you know, to call him, yeah. <laughs> <Just> find <laughs> the update, <laughs> yeah. yeah, hear it from them." Especially, especially if there's a medical concern, everybody's especially, a doctor. Yep. Yes, you know, yeah. Well, they, like, there's either the individuals who will like 100 percent embrace what the doctor said. Yeah, hey, the doctor said this, the doctor said that. They're like, yeah, I know, but what I was thinking was I saw something different and this is what I think they actually I went to have. WebMD. Yeah. You know, just give them a warm Sprite and they'll burp it up. Like, it's okay. Just give Did they have manzanilla? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, and if they don't have Sprite, see if they have seven. Seven up, right? Like, I haven't heard that in so long. Like, oh, seven? wow. Yeah. That, that's, how, that's how my tia will call it. Tomona seven. 
like (laughs) (laughs) that's meant to burp to help you burp i guess the pain oh man and uh (laughs) and so what i'm saying like it's not a broken bone you got indigestion you got indigestion (laughs) that's that's what it is yeah yeah oh you got a fever get the egg and you know make sure you pray the rosary and um and so i think in 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 light of pros and cons to a culture of individualism people from the valley i think when they enter into a culture of individualism i think they love the freedom and independence and at some point they realize mm-hmm. they are not going to get the kind of support yeah. they once had it's and like I an think, emotional support yes mm-hmm. and i think that is why many do come back or many fight coming back yeah um it's it's because i know i really want this but i just don't want to come back but this is exactly what I what I need. Yeah. So think about even our our stepdaughter, right? Who's living in New Braunfels and single mom, about to be, sadly, and wants to really like pull herself by her bootstraps. And uh Rebecca and I are like, Hey, if you come down, like <laughs> you can live at the house. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that. But so I say that because she's from California, moved to Texas about two years ago, and individualism, good or bad, or the good the good side of that, and in particular the bad side of that, is mm-hmm. all she knows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so to hear how dense and how serious family support is, is very foreign to yeah. her. She's balking yeah. at it. It's like, and so, that's weird. Yeah, and so it sounds too good to be true Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. there's no way where the strings right she's like there's no way that much family is going to take care Mm -hmm. of me and the kids and it's weird because we don't necessarily know any other language (laughs) because it's so plain to us yes you know what i'm saying hey guys hope you're enjoying the conversation on cultural values here in the rgv Uh, As you can tell, we're talking a great deal about family. Um, This conversation went fairly long, and so we're going to be cutting this up into two episodes. And so we hope that you're enjoying it. Make sure to join us next week so that you can hear the second half of this conversation.